is The Jolt with Larry Flick on Sirius XM OutQ. So Lena Dunham has entered the room, and I, before we turned the mics on, I told her that um, I wanted to steal Jack Antonoff from her. And I said that anytime a um, gay man wants to steal my boyfriend, I consider it the highest form of flattery and that I've done right. He is smoking. I think he's smoking. He's smoking. He's a a real smoking Jew, and he's really, (laughs) even more than being smoking, he's a nice person. He's so nice, and he's a poet. He's a poet, and And he cares about important issues, and he inspires me, and... He's currently growing a beard, which I think is cool. Oh so. my god! See now, you, see now you. I, I may have. Now to, he's a bear. We might throw down. Yeah, I'm so excited. Well, you minor just detail me... that I have a husband. So you give me your husband, I'll give you my boyfriend. My husband's a very cute Welshman. That sounds adorable. An accent. I'm willing. A Welshman with blue eyes. We can at least trade for a week. We could trade for a week. And just like it's like how it's like um wife swap. This could be good, right? Yeah, I'm so this into it. This could be it. good. We'll could have be... to set ground rules and then just go for it. Uh, what ground rules? I know, it's true. <laughs> it's true. Well, thank you for having me. It's I'm a pleasure to, to meet here. you. It's a pleasure to meet you. I'm Larry Flick here on Sirius XMLQ. Now, Lena Dunham, you know her from Girls and from a number of other things. She is here today on a mission. And it is very, very exciting, especially to an old fag like me. <laughs> Uh, she and her, her partner, her creative partner, Jenny Connor, are launching a digital newsletter called Lenny. It launches today on September 29th, and it is a feminist newsletter. It's a feminist newsletter. And that is so fucking hot. I can't even I'm begin to tell you. So glad you think so. Although our first issue was really important to us. We want, I mean, not to try to tie everything back. Firstly, thank you for saying it's hot. It's we're not trying to tie everything back to the fact that we're on the queer channel, but it was really important to us that it be a feminist newsletter that wasn't written as if we're talking to, you know, a cis white female, but that like there's a chance half our audience is queer. There's a chance half our audience is white. Like we want it to feel open. So our first issue has a really amazing piece by my friend Kira Garcia about her recent marriage to her girlfriend. It's and, a beautiful piece. And, and thank you. it has uh, one of your first fiction pieces that you've published, Six Sausages. Oh, yes. I, pu- I published, we did a few Lenny previews, right. and I published my um, first piece of fiction. I mean, I've been writing fiction since like the fourth grade, but mm. feeling like it was the purview of, you know, wise old men. And then I decided like maybe this, since I want Lenny to be a place where people can share things that feel a little scary, I was like, I'm going to go out on a limb. So I wrote some fiction about a a girl and her a girl and her college boyfriend and their sexual and emotional complexities and it was so much fun to share and the Lenny community as it were has been super supportive. It's very exciting and the reason why I personally as a 52-year-old gay man find it exciting is because it reminds me of the early days of the revolution that mm. my people went through. And so much. And when I read when I was reading the pieces particularly the pieces about abortion um I Felt like I was uh, reading and experiencing something akin to what it was like to read Larry Kramer for the first time oh and to God. go to a, my first act up meeting at the community center here in town. And I hope my prayer is that this does for women what what Queer Nation Act Up did for us back in the day, because we're just a little too polite right now, don't you think? I mean. That means so much to me because, firstly, Larry, firstly reading, 
reading the normal heart, you know, in high school, which I tried to in vain to get our high school to perform, but it uh, even at my liberal high school, they did not want to do a full production of the normal heart, and I understand in hindsight. But, you know, reading that was a huge influence on me, and I grew up in, I was born in Soho in 1986. My mother's best friend was in the process of dying of AIDS, and she had been a huge part of um, sort of, she had been, a lot of her community had been affected by it. And so activism, both feminist and both feminist and queer activism was a huge part of my mother's life. And I was sort of raised with that energy. And what I loved, like my mom was part of a group called WAC, Women's Action Coalition, that was based in downtown Manhattan. And I remember WAC. I remember WAC. I still have my cool WAC t-shirt that's all these handcuffed suffragettes. They, and I remember them well. Yeah. And so my mom was one of the one of the early members of WAC. And what I liked about their protesting was that they were mad. And I think that we now, I've heard this term on the internet, tone policing, like the idea that if you want to get your point across, you have to say it in a polite and thoughtful way. And it's like, but it's also okay to be fucking pissed off. Like what's yeah. happening with Planned Parenthood now, I'm pissed off and you I want to scream at off. people. You should be. And I think that something we really wanted to do with Lenny was create a space where it was okay to be emotional about politics. And something, I mean, something I took away from reading The Normal Heart the first time was the fact that that debate between sort of the Bruce character and the Larry Kramer character about sort of how do you make change? Do you make change through anger? Or do you make change through trying to assimilate and plead your case? Like at a certain point, you know, trying to appease the man and trying to politely ask for the money you need to fund HIV and AIDS research wasn't going to work anymore. Larry Kramer had to go on television and start screaming and talking about the fact that Ed Koch was a closeted gay man who was allowing other gay men to die. Exactly. And I think at a certain point, the hypocrisy of our current of our current political climate has to be called out. And at a certain point, women have to take back the right to be angry about the fact that their bodies are not their own. And I really hope that Lenny can be funny and at times uplifting, but that we can still have that activist spirit because something I loved as a kid was reading my mom's whack pamphlets, going and sitting in the back of meetings, you know, seeing the the East Village Eye magazine and the way that people, even, you know, in the Village Voice. I used to write for the East Village you Eye. You did? I have all these. Dave in- Kendall. I you used to write for- capsule reviews for Dave Kendall. Shut up. Old and- issues of the East Village Eye are what I showed to our graphic designer for Lenny and was like, this oh my is my God. inspiration. When I was, I wrote for the East Village Eye when I was fresh out of college. No. I swear. That's incredible. And and Dave Kendall, who went on to do 120 Minutes on, yeah. he was the music editor. He was one of the editors. No way. And he was a hero of mine. And I wasn't cool enough, but I tried so fucking hard. I mean. Because I'm such a, I'm like a mainstream kind of queen. Which but, I love. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a basic bitch, so I really <laughs> <laughs> See, but, when, when mainstream queens and basic bitches unite. But, yeah. you know, and my so mom fun- is not a basic bitch, and she was like a rad activist bitch, and I'm a more basic But you know bitch. what's really funny is I remember, while you were talking about WAC, yeah. I remember WAC marching with Queer Nation. WAC and And WAC. I marched with WAC. No way! Yes, when we took back the streets. My first protest ever was with WAC. It was at the corner of, I was probably six, and it was at the corner of Houston and Broadway, and they were threatening to put in a Con Ed power plant yes. where the fruit stand was. Yes. And we walked around, and my mom, my sister was in a stroller, and I had a sign that said, I don't want this. I don't want no radiation. I don't want no radiation. I don't want no radiation. And I didn't yeah. even understand what it was. My mom was just like, hold the sign or you'll get cancer, basically. And I was like, <laughs> and we walked around in a circle, and I loved it. I was like, protesting? Rules. I know. I well, so you discovered it really young too. I discovered it when I was fourteen, before your mother was probably even born. No going, way. My go, mom is older. After you. going to a no nukes concert, 
So cool. I know. You're making me want to cry right now. And I'm, oh. not even, I'm not even exaggerating. You're making me so want to cry. so nice. I haven't been to a protest in a while. The last protest I went to was probably when I was 18, and it was a uh, abortion rights protest in D.C. My mom and I, sister and I took the train down, and I have amazing signs of my, like, at that point, I guess my sister was 12, and I have really amazing signs of her, say, that her holding up a sign that says, like, Bush, stay out of my bush, which was... She didn't have a bush, and she was 12. So. That's hilarious. <laughs> so, but let me ask you something. Lena Dunham joining us here on The Jolt. I'm Larry Flick, and we're talking about the launch today of the digital newsletter Lenny. Um, does feminist resonate with women the way queer resonates with a lot of gay men? Because, you know, a lot of gay men hate that word. Yeah, you mean. Yeah, a lot of gay men hate, hate the, the word, word queer. queer. That's so interesting. And I say it all the time. And sometimes I say it just to fuck them off. That's amazing. Because you don't understand what it means to be queer then. Let me tell you what it means to be queer. Yeah. Right? So do women respond to the word feminist? What does it mean to be a feminist in 2015? I find, just through my anecdotal research, that women either have a powerfully positive reaction to the word feminist or really want to shy away from it. And I think that, and this is something we address in our first issue of Lenny, that the reason that so many women have a, a reaction to fem a negative reaction to feminism, especially women who are in the public eye who don't want to use that word, is because they somehow think that it means you want to create sort of like an anti-male universe where the you know segregation exists between the sexes, and you want to strip yourself of any level of sexuality. And I mean, there's such a misunderstanding. People are picturing, people are you know taking the most the most outlandish words of Andrea Dworkin and then taking them 10 feet further and then thinking that's what feminism is. When really, it's so simple because feminism is a woman's way into equal rights. I mean, and feminism, it means that you want everyone to be equal. Feminism means you care about racial equality. Feminism means you care about queer issues. Feminism means that you give a shit that everybody is given the same rights. And I like it because it's my way in to the conversation about equality. I am a woman, I am a feminist, and that is my avenue. And I really get frustrated. The thing I hate to hear more than anything is like, I'm not a feminist, I'm a humanist. To me, that's as ridiculous as going like, <sighs> sometimes, like, I'm sorry. I, it's so dumb. Like, <laughs> it's I've written, so bullshit. I've written before, like, hashtag Black Lives Matter, and someone will write back, correction, all lives matter. And it's like, that's ridiculous. Of course we know that all lives matter, but right now we're talking about an issue Right, you're specific. trying to deflect the issue, and maybe you're trying to deflect your role in the issue. Exactly, and you're trying to go like, if we could all just talk to each other as people, we wouldn't have a problem here. And it's like, well, you know what is really, the, you know what, I mean, it's I always say this thing, which is people say prostitution is the oldest profession, but actually the oldest profession is patriarchy. Like, And the fact is, is that we are doing our best to fight back against an incredibly patriarchal society. And patriarchy doesn't just affect women. Patriarchy is bad for men. Patriarchy is bad for queer people. Patriarchy is bad for people of color because patriarchy is a word for the force that keeps us all from moving forward. I agree. I agree. So. Um, that's Lena Dunham joining us here on The Jolt. Um, why, why are people, why in 2015 where we've made so much progress, right? I can get yeah. married now. You know? I'm so glad. Are you going to? You are married. 12 years, baby. Nice work. So you were like, the minute it was legal, you were like, we already we, did this. Yeah. We're cool for you guys. Yeah. I mean, 12 <laughs> years, bi-national. Now he can have a visa. We're good. That's 
so awesome. It is awesome. Literally nothing makes me happier than like a picture of two like 92-year-old lesbians just getting married. Like that was, for me, that was like the, that was where the emotion was. Like women who had been together for 50 years yeah. finally tying the knot. Because they never thought they would see the day. No. I'm 52 and I didn't think I was going to see the day. So, so how happy. could someone who's that old? But why are we so strangled now from your point of view? Why are people going to read Lenny and get really fucked off? Well, my hope, by the way, I'm loving your use of the term fucked off and I'm going to take it into my own life. <laughs> it's interesting because I can't obviously, I am only one person and I recognize that there's lots of different kinds of feminism and I, can, I can't diagnose sort of our culture's biggest issues, but I do think so many people are in so much pain about the way that their identities have been ignored that we're just in this kind of ideological war zone and our goal with Lenny was to have a publication that really acknowledged that feminism we haven't you know our mothers didn't do all the work for us feminism still needs our help but that feminism isn't just an issue for white women feminism is a queer issue feminism is an issue for people of color and feminism is an issue where even if two people disagree they still get to be feminists like it's an interesting thing I see all this fighting on the internet like you're not a real feminist you're not a real feminist when two Democrats disagree, they don't look at each other and go, you're not a real Democrat. And you don't like there's allowed to be disparate opinions within one united principle. And mm. then we've somehow lost the ability to see that. And so there's all this rage that exists online between women who feel like their ideologies are so different that they can't possibly both be coming from the same perspective. And that's OK. The fact is, it's OK for women not to agree with all of each other's life choices. I always say this thing, which is like feminism means allowing other women to make choices you don't necessarily agree with. And feminism also means allowing for the fact that you can't put a feminist in a box. You're, you, a fem, you know, like that T-shirt, this is what a feminist looks like. It's like, Larry, like you're what a feminist looks like. Like it's a really, it cuts a wide swath and it's complex. And we really just wanted to have a publication that did justice to that without snark and without rage. And a place for, I mean, these sound like lofty goals, and a place for women to share ideas, define women as you will, because we want that to be trans women, we want that to be, you know, we want that to be trans men, we want that to be people who identify as female and maybe don't look female. We want it to be the principle of femaleness, and we want it to, with these people to be expressing ideas that may not have been traditionally, um, traditionally for public consumption. It's funny because I, as I was reading um, what's, what I have available of Lenny, I feel like Xeroxing it and walking into gay bars with it. So nice. My Do you know what I mean? that's my dream. <laughs> and now I'm going to Xerox it and go into gay bars with it. We can go together. I would uh, love that. What, but let me ask you something. How do you navigate a big career, which you're having, Huge success. Congratulations. Okay. Thank you. Doing our darndest. And being an outlier at the same time. Well, it's so interesting. I mean, for a long, for, I mean, my career hasn't been going on for very long. It's been five years. And I didn't start out thinking I was a political person. In fact, I can find interviews with myself early on. Not like I'd spend all my time looking for those. But one day I decided to read, there was a New Yorker profile that was written about me before my show ever came out in which I said I'm not a particularly political person. And I read those words and like full chills went over my body because I couldn't even imagine that me five years ago had had that thought, much less voiced it. And I think my political awakening came from going out into the public world and suddenly realizing 
oh my God, all these ideas that I thought were given based on growing up in a liberal and accepting household are not. And suddenly I'm saying things that I think are just big does like, you know, I don't really want to get married before gay people can. And oh, hey, it's really important women are allowed to get abortions. And people are acting like I'm saying something that's incredibly controversial. And for me, that was the moment where I was like, oh, something has to change. And we have to find the women who are willing to talk about this and we have to band together. And I'm really lucky to have a partner in Jenny Connor who is like, yeah, let's go there. Let's go. Like she has never once said to me, you know what, why don't we just toe the line because we want to get this show seen. No one from my agents to my to HBO to Jenny to Judd Apatow to my publicist, I feel like I have this group around who really understand like I'm not here. You know how they always say on reality shows, like, I'm not here to make friends? Like, And it's like, well, actually, you are. You're kind of here to make friends. But I'm really not here to make friends. Like, I mean, I want to connect with people who agree. But it's like, at the end of the day, I'm really lucky. Like, I'm not a rom-com star. I don't have to satisfy the American South. And I get to say what I believe. And I kind of, I was raised not really knowing another way to do it. And what I'm excited about about Lenny is... I've been given this incredible platform. And so Lenny isn't a vanity project where I'm hoping to just like share my personal essays about my vagina 24-7. Lenny is a place where, I, although that will happen. Gonna, you know, far be it from me to shudder just ever so slightly. But. I know, I know. And I also, it's interesting because I have so many close gay male friends and occasionally, like I was out with one recently and I said something about bleeding all over my sheets and they were like, too far. And I forgot. I was like, oh yeah, you kind of don't want to know that much about my pussy. No. You don't. But, you know, I have a really, one of my best, my actually my best female friend, we used to work together, and she would torment me by coming to my desk. We used to work at Billboard magazine together, and she would come up, she'd lean in, and I would say, what? I'm bleeding. <laughs> and she would walk away, and I would just die a little on the inside. One of my best friends, Matt Wolf, who directed a documentary that I produced, It's Me, Hillary, which has a, it was on HBO. It's about a yes, queer great. illustrator um, yeah. named Hillary Knight. Matt and his boyfriend, Carl, had their 10-year anniversary, and so I sent them a picture of my vagina for their 10-year anniversary. Good Lord, Lena. I know. I was. They just wrote back, ew. And I was like, I love you guys. So happy for your life together. So happy you found each other. Here's a picture of my pussy. Well, it's just affirmation that... <laughs> Some things are not learned. Some things are just genetic. It's so true. You know, I got a rash the the first time I went down on a girl. That's so cute. 14. I want to write it 15. into something. That is literally your body is allergic to it. My body was allergic to vagina. Well, it's and funny. I got a Ronald McDonald smile. It's funny. I had a little bit of a, not to spoiler alert too much, but I had a, I was involved in a lesbian sex scene earlier this year and can't tell you where it will, it will emerge. And I texted my sibling who is interested in women and not men and i said this i really now know i'm way straighter than i ever wanted Same. to be but see that's kind of why we love you because you get it my favorite straight people are the ones who don't shudder when i talk about sex no plus i'm really into watching dudes do it sorry we have it hotter yeah you do because we have two dicks <laughs> dream on lena dunham i'm gonna be keep, jealous i'm gonna keep dreaming till the day, till... <laughs> But well, with modern technology, you never know you what You never I'll get. know. I know. But, well, there you go. Then I can still dream about Jack. Yeah. Uh, 
we've scandalized we've gone the nation. Off the rails. We've scandalized the nation. Thank you for spending time with me today. It was a true joy. Thank I you hope so you'll much. Please Larry. come back. I will. This uh, is my now my new favorite place to chill. All right. Look for look for Lena Dunham and Jenny Connor's new digital newsletter. It's called Jenny. It launches today. It oh. what what did I miss? Lenny. Lenny. Didn't I say Lenny? I said Jen. That's okay. It's called Lenny, damn it. <laughs> Thank you. It's called Lenny, and you should look for it. It's awesome. Thank you so much. And it's so not much. just for women. No, it's at LennyLetter.com, and please, I subscribed to my dad, and he's pretty into it, but he's pretty much a lady, so. There you go. Thank we, you. We'll leave it right there. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was... 